Well, sometimes it doesn't just shoot out. Sometimes it dribbles down and then it goes on your mustache. Oh, I have high. Then, I have high velocity snot Rockies. Apparently, mm-hmm. I have I have low velocity snot snot Rockies. They're not not quite the same. But uh, anyway, welcome to Ginger and the Beef, <laughs> the podcast where two sick fucks hang out. Hey. What's up, big dick boy? You know, I don't mind it. So I got a big dick. What? BDB, big dick boy. Ugh. Smoke chronic, big dick. What voice is that? BDB, smoke weed, eat weed. Oh, you know, just chilling. Got some stuffed nose action. It's the best. And I think I I think I might have infected you with hanging out last week. <laughs> you know what's funny? Because b- before before last week, you're like, man, I, I got like allergies. I had like allergies for like a week. I think I'm pretty sure it's just allergies. Like I think I'm allergic to snow mold now. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Come over. Let's have a time. Well, let's, to my, in my defense. Let's watch. In my defense, I had I had itchy eyes, and I had um, uh, just a just a stuffed nose. So itchy eyes, stuffed nose. To me, that's that's allergies, which I have been dealing with allergies for the last like five years. Fair enough. So I've I've been dealing with allergies for years, my whole life. So I get it. Yeah, I get how shitty it is with with them. And you're right, itchy eyes, fucking runny nose. That's a hundred percent the the pedigree of allergies. It's just funny that that COVID ran through our house like three weeks ago, and uh, and now I just have a cold too, like just good times having a cold. Uh, no one else in my house is sick. Knock on wood yet. Yeah, the, uh, the wife, the boys. I took a COVID test. I'm not COVIDy. I'm just sicky. Yeah, we we all know how reliant those are though. But uh, Re- that's reliable. Real. Yeah, they're uh, reliable. Well, that's we'll what I story for another day. I, I heard uh, somebody told me that. They had a family member. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, bro. Uh, Clink. I don't have a can to open. Um, my uh, my buddy, his his brother in law and his girlfriend got COVID, and they were certain they had COVID, so they did a rapid test and it came back negative. And then, like as far as I know, I think they must have done them in like six like succe- succeeding days. Is that the right way to say that? Succession. Yeah. In, in succession or in succeeding days. Anyways. Um, they, I think they did four negative tests before they got a positive. So I don't know how ra- how accurate those rapid testes are, but who cares? Who cares? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really matter. Mm-mm. Where now we are where we are, and uh, and we are who we are according to Kesha. And we so and we, we're just gonna live. And we aren't where we aren't. It's true. We aren't at each other's houses. We're we're at our own homes right now. Even though we're both and Isaac's sick. like. Isaac's like we're both fucking sick, dude. Or we just hang out. I'm like, I'm like, that's a good point. Except I, would, I just want to pop some, some Nyquils and go to bed. Yeah. So episode, what episode is this? Sixty four. Oh, I was hoping for sixty nine. Uh, six, episode sixty four. <laughs> the episode episode sixty nine where... is going to be a big week. That's that is that's March eleventh, Friday, March eleventh is, is episode sixty nine. Is episode sixty nine going to be a sexual education course? Maybe that'd be funny. Maybe it'll be a bracket on sex positions. Who knows? <laughs> we'll have to see where we go with that one. Why not? You know? Or I could just read the Kama Sutra aloud. That'd be so fucking boring. Yeah. Um, you know, I was going to say episode 64. You said 64. It's This is the episode where Daryl pops drowsy cold medicine and tries to see how long he can go before he slurs his words. <laughs> before I slur him. I did not do that beforehand, unfortunately. Well, I have them here. I'm going to throw them in my mouth halfway through. Are you sipping on lean? No. No, I wish. I had some Tussin here. Fucking some, go to town. Some Tussin? <laughs> some fucking Tussin, what, man. Is that Robitussin? Ro- Robitussin. Is that, yeah, isn't Cody, that back, you, back pain? 
<laughs> no, that's Robaxacet. Oh fuck, what's Robitussin? Ro- it's the cop. It's codeine cough syrup. Oh, well, not in Canada. Canada is just cough syrup. Well, it shows it's how much I know codeine. about lean. Yeah, bro. <laughs> this guy doesn't even know his shit. No, isn't lean like it's like Sprite and Robitussin? Uh, sure, I don't know. It's that. It's that purple stuff. Purple drink. Uh, kids. <laughs> right. It's codeine cough. It's codeine cough syrup. So you got to get a prescription for it. I'm pretty sure. Um. What but, in what, what in what situation do you get prescribed codeine cough syrup? Strep throat? When you really need to sleep, probably. Yeah, when you really need to sleep. <laughs> oh, is codeine like a super drowsy? Is that what it does? Uh, well, it's codeine. I think uh, I am not a fucking doctor. Here's a big, big, uh, big, big. You know, what's that called? Disclaimer. <laughs> um, I believe, and I'm googling it I'm now. I'm not Before a financial advisor, it, and this is not financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> but buy NFTs. Um, no. I think codeine is part of the um, opiate family, I believe. Hmm. So I am just Googling it. Do you want to hear a funny story about, about, yeah, o- go about ahead. opiates? Um, codeine, sorry, codeine belongs to a class of medication called opiates. There you go. There you go. Is uh, is Oxycontin a, an opiate? Yes. Right. Oxy is a very, very prominent opiate. That's Yeah, I just was confirming. But uh, So I have a funny story about Oxycontin. Um, so I... I in another job, this is not the job I currently work as disclaimer. Um, I had a coworker, um, ask me if I could drive her. She was without a vehicle and she asked me if I could drive her to the pharmacy right after work. We worked, uh, I think I was off at four o'clock at that job and she said, Hey, do you mind driving Fucking me? Fucking bankers hours. Yes. Pretty sick. She said, hey, can you drive me to the to the pharmacy after work? I need to pick up my a prescription, and it's way out of the way of my bus route. And I was like, no problem. So she hops in. That was when I had Gus, the Jeep. And uh, drive her up to the Marlboro Mall pharmacy. There's a pharmacy, I guess, or was a pharmacy right at this one section of Marlboro Mall. So, you know, I park, and she gets out, and, and I'm just – I kind of just stop paying attention for the most part at that point. But I happen to look up and see that she – was she had just basically stopped and said hello to somebody near the front door and then started walking back to my Jeep. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So she gets in and she goes, Oh, thank you so much. And she, and also I forgot to, I forgot to say pre like prior to her getting out of the Jeep or getting you know, whatever that day, like she seemed like she was sick. She seemed like she was a little off. Right. So she gets, she starts walking back. She gets in my Jeep. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. You can just take me to blah, blah, blah. And I, it was on my way to my house. So I was like, yeah, no worries. I'll just drop you off at the bus stop, whatever. And uh, she's um, she gets, she's like, this. Oh, I'm so, thank you so much. I'm so thankful. I'm no, no worries. It's all good. Don't worry about it. And she goes, um, do, you, do you want one? I'm like, so, uh, pardon me? And she said, do you, want, do you want one of these? It's an Oxy. Do you want an Oxy? Uh, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> so she just basically just did a, a drug deal for oxys right in front of the mall um and told me she needed to go to the pharmacy and have to pick up her prescription she was a ox she was a addicted to oxycontin it's a fun story super fun story yeah that's um uh opiates are not fun <laughs> no uh, i'm very very familiar with opiate addiction in people i know um as you well know we were not going to get into that today no but no. uh but uh yeah, no, op- that's a whole conversation for another day. Fucking opiates, man. Yeah, bro. A, I, I haven't watched the show. My dad told me to watch it on, uh, it's on Disney Plus. It's called Dope Sick, and it's about the big pharma. I'm not sure which one, but it's about 
I think it's a semi-true story. That's the one with like, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Peter Scars Sarsgaard's in it, well, and uh, isn't Batman in it? Yeah, Michael Keaton. Isn't it like a you know Spotlight was like a fictional movie, but a depiction of the but true exact. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, it's, it's a, not a it's not a, a it's, it's not, not a documentary, but it's like a it's like a movie or a show about, about yeah. There you go about yeah. uh, about the opiate about big pharma and opiates yeah. and stuff. So he said he said it's fucking awesome. And they, well, it's scary how they but, hid how they hid how how addictive opiates were. I I haven't seen it. I haven't even watched a trailer or anything. I watched the trailer. But that would make sense. I watched the trailer. Yeah, apparently Big yeah. Pharma was like or the creators of that prescription medication. Yeah. Uh they were like they knew Which the I side think effects. was Oxy. Yeah, they knew the side effects were highly addictive uh properties and they pushed it through claiming no addiction risks at all. And that's kind of basis of the whole shebang. Fuck. Just brutal. Mm. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Speaking of something that's addictive. Um, no, I got nothing. <laughs> Dude, your dick. Um, sorry. Addictive. <laughs> addictive. No, uh, it was back to what you were saying, what we were talking about earlier, how um, last week we hung out and it's like, whatever. Like, yeah, just come over. And then the moment of regret on Sunday when I'm like, the only person I hung out with that could have potentially given me this <laughs> was Isaac. <laughs> that that moment of regret in my brain. So and it's been a it's I, been a like I even like taking care of kids at home. I would say going to work sick is easier than staying at home with your kids. Oh, sick. props, yeah, because you gotta have a, a whole different level of patience for your kids versus going to work. You can tough through a shit day at work. Yeah. Well, I can. You can. I it's doable. Um, it's I was gonna. Doable. I was gonna say again. Um, to to just to defend myself a little bit, I did. Hundred percent. I did tell you that I had a stuffed nose slash runny, and what else did I say? Was that it? Stuffed well, nose. And but but, <clears throat> pardon me. But you also said you said that, and I said whatever. Yeah, come over. Yeah, and then a hundred percent. And then I, I didn't. I didn't start having more symptoms. Like I ended up having like way more congestion and a bit of a cough uh, for like four or five days. I actually ended up having to call in sick to work because obviously in, in the current climate, they don't want anybody coming to work when they, they feel sick. So I ended up calling sick, calling in sick for work. Cause I was, I ended up being relatively sick. So, uh, but yeah, that was yeah. after we hung out. So you know what? Maybe we just like, maybe it just amplified both. Like maybe you amplified get- my illness and it just, you know, <laughs> or maybe you had like, you got like an empathy. Out. You had an empathy sickness. Oh, that could have been it. Yeah. I empathized with you. Yeah. yeah. Um. What? So what? What do you do when you're sick? Do you take? Uh, do you have a remedy for it? Are you like a, a tried and true works every time? Yeah, I used to. Something? I used to have one that I can't get away with anymore. <laughs> um, Is it the same one that I had that we made up when we lived together? Was that just popping to night times and basically passing out? No, no, no. Okay, you continue. I'll talk about this one after. Okay, so I would generally. I would I would usually start with a bowl of pho, you know, Vietnamese soup. I'd, I'd order pho? myself some pho, some pho, some pho. Pho? And I would down that bad boy and drink all the broth. And I'd get all that broth in you. Then I would pour myself sometimes, not always, but some. if it was really bad, I'd pour myself a cocktail. And I would down two Tylenol cold and sinus night times. Whether it was nighttime or not, I would just down two of those and I'd down my cocktail. And I'd put on a movie and I'd curl up on the couch and I would 
basically slip into a coma for three or four hours. And whenever I woke up, nice. as long as it was a four hour gap between my previous dose, I would just take another dose without the cocktail second round. But then I would do the same thing and pass out. And I would usually just try to, I would just try to sleep it off completely for like days. Like I would sleep for like two days straight and just ignore it by sleeping. And that usually worked pretty good. But now so, I can't, I can't that, do that anymore, obviously. So I guess a couple questions with that. Was that when you were a young adult on your own? Like when you were living on your own? Was that how you did it at home? No, this is when I was in grade six. Oh. <laughs> Um, fucking, no, yeah. he's having a couple cocktails, you know. Uh, mom, can you get the can you get the bourbon, please? Um, <laughs> no, I was definitely when I was a young adult, uh, into okay. my mid adult. Yeah, uh, I'd in say your, 20, in your 20s, yeah, 20, 20 to 24, 25. Those five, I saw it four or five years. That's my that was my routine. I usually got sick you, one to two times a year. You stopped doing it when you had kids or when you um, just realized that you shouldn't take that much. Yeah, all PMs. Yeah, I think I it think was, that's a great idea. I think it was like shortly after I met my wife, and I couldn't just sleep for days on end because you know you have responsibilities and shit. And then obviously when well, I had kids, I can't. I have to be a fully fully functional adult no matter how I feel. So nah, nah, fuck them. They get they take <laughs> care of themselves. Yeah, I learned that yesterday. I just put a little pen up and put some food in there. Mm. They just they were fine. Mm. Uh, that's not true. But um, one of those hamster, yeah, no, what I was, hamster feeders. <laughs> you know, yeah. like the little water little jug, water droppers. You hook yeah. it onto the edge, and it has a little dropper in it. <clears throat> they just get get one lick at just a time. Lick at it. Um, no, I had. It's it's funny because yeah, you you kind of go through life, and it's different how you deal with with sickness. Like, I'll, I'll get into growing up in a minute, but when I was like in my twenties, uh, when we lived together, especially, um, anytime I was sick, I it would it would compound because I would just keep drinking. Um, but then I also started a trend of having a shot of NyQuil and a shot of Jaeger. (laughs) I would, it would put me to sleep every night and I would have that and it was great. It helped me feel better in the morning, but I would still go to work every day when I was sick. I I rarely had a sick day when I was, especially as a manager at enterprise. Fuck you have a sick day and your whole thing burns down. Yeah. So I had like very few sick days when I worked for enterprise and except for when I was like puking. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but uh, but yeah, I had I had that for for colds. It was always it was Dayquil and Nyquil. Dayquil in the day gets you going. Nyquil at night. Um, another good one for when I had the flu, and this is a hundred percent legitimate. Next time you have the flu, like you're puking, your guts out, you're having a shit day. Smoke a little weed. <laughs> There's a reason they give it. I'm not kidding. There's a reason they give it to cancer patients who've had chemo because it cures nausea, and I 100% learned that when I lived in Canmore. Dusty's like, dude, you're, you've been puking all night. Smoke some weed right now. You'll feel way better. And it 100% made me feel better. 100%. And then when it wore off a couple hours later, you'd smoke a little more, and then you just didn't feel as sick. See, I just was never a big enough pot smoker. The last thing I could think of wanting to do, and that leads me into another funny story, but the last thing I could think of wanting to do when I'm nauseous is smoke weed because that just makes me feel nauseous. Um, do you remember when we went to the island and went out with Steve in Victoria and got really fucked up. And then the next day we had the next morning, we had to catch like a 9am ferry, the early ferry. Yeah. And we're, we're waiting in line at the ferry terminal. And I was like, I was a hurting unit. You were in pretty bad shape, but you just were 
chooching fucking doobies all the way through the lineup and you were having a time by the time we got the ferry and your pot smoking was just making me feel even worse (laughs) (laughs) my bad well let's let's be honest we were probably chain smoking cigarettes too that probably didn't help no not one bit no that's uh yeah that, that that's what i was gonna get at i had when i'd have a cough i'd still go outside and smoke cigarettes yeah like sometimes there was some sm- there was some smarts happening there. Real smarts. Yeah. And then you wonder why you, you, your cough persisted for weeks after you were sick. Yep. Um did you what like nowadays? So right now, la- last week when you called in sick, I know you had the kids at home or were you able to just like chill or and and did you take medicine at home or did you just kind of fucking pop a couple vitamin C's and just lay on the couch with the kids or did you live life like normal? Uh pretty much live life like normal. Oh man, I I get away with murder when I'm sick. Yeah, like, I, I don't really, I don't have much. Honey, <laughs> can you? No, I'm not that bad. I still do, I still do dishes and cook and whatever. But yesterday, I just I napped on the couch with the one kid on top of me, and then the other kid was playing. Watched, put on Toy Story three, fell asleep. Nice. I don't know. That's yeah. That felt it felt great. But I missed. I like going to work when sick i i always hated it because i worked a job where i could do most of my job at home so sick days weren't really sick days you just go on the computer and do things remotely instead yeah so i never really got those either so it's kind of nice to have a real actual sick day every once in a while i think oh hell yeah no i i haven't i haven't had a real legitimate sick day in in quite some time to be honest so did you do what were they like when you were a kid did you did your mom I guess growing up, you when you were a little a little in, did your mom take care of you? Did you get oh, anything yeah. special when you were sick? Like were sick days actually I know yeah. being sick sucks, but were they good? What'd you do what'd you do? No, they were great, man. When I had a sick day, uh, my mom would let me sleep in and then whenever I was ready to get up, she would already had prepared something for me to eat, usually a lunch. It was by the time I'd get up it'd be uh, around lunchtime. And then generally I would have I would have uh you know, had some movies to watch. So I'd throw on some movies or some cartoons or some much music and uh, just chill on the couch and, and, you know, nap it off or just relax it off. And, and uh, it was great. You know, as a kid, you, you zero responsibilities, you lay on a couch and you really have nothing to think about or do. It's pretty great. No, and they'll take care of you. Yeah. That was, well, Mom, I need you. some crackers. Mom. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. There's two, there's two things about being sick when you were a kid. One I remember very similar to you to you. My dad, I was lucky that my dad had a job where he could stay home or at least come home intermittently because he didn't work far from my house and he could just come home. Yeah. And uh so it depended how sick I was. So if I was sick where I was going to be home for a couple days, he would go to the video store and he would get 7 for 7 for 7, like seven old releases for 7 bucks for a week. Yep. And uh, and yeah, I'd have I'd, I'd give him a list, and he'd go and he'd grab movies, and if they weren't there, he'd pick other things, whatever. And he would just pick movies for me. So yeah, I I just loved that. Got to got to sit home watch movies. My I guess I was lucky that I wanted to go to school for the most part. So when I was sick, my parents were like, "Yeah, fuck it, take a day, take two days. You're good. Yeah, like you're allowed to do this. It's not like I tried to get out of it all the time, right? Yeah, same." Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, there was the movies, and then yeah, soups or or crackers or, or if you had like upset tummy, ginger ale, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
Gotta have that ginger ale and that orange juice. I don't yes, know. sir. Get that vitamin C. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. It's time for a nose booger break. <laughs> no one wants to listen to that. And we're back. Nailed Sorry, it. Isaac. Okay. I had to. I had to do it. I don't know if you could tell. It was, it was dripping. Hey, as long as I don't see the boogers, I don't really care. Now, do, are you grossed out by boogers? I'm grossed out by other people's boogers, with the exception okay. of my children. I was gonna just ask that. Yeah, so, I, I, I don't get. I don't like. For the most part, I'm not a huge fan of slobber. I'm not a huge fan of puke. I'm not a huge fan of boogers. But when it gets wiped on me, I just kind of wipe it off. Like if I'm at home and I don't have to go out, and I get a sleeve full of snot or a sleeve full of whatever, I'll just rub it into the shirt and just keep wearing it until the day's over. Fuck yeah! And that, <laughs> that's that's my that's how I go. Or yeah. you're you're the same, I assume. Um. Uh, yeah. I for me, like the whole being grossed out by by buggers is just mostly like. Oh, I got. Oh, I don't even know if it's actually so violent that I don't even know if I want to share it on the podcast. But, um, for the most part, like it's for me, it's just when people are. I've seen people before where they like have a snot running down their lip and then they just lick it with their tongue. That really gets oh, yeah, to kids me. do that. That kids gets do that me. all the time. My kid, whatever kids, whatever that doesn't bug me. But like when I've seen like grown ass people fucking lick their own boogers or eat their own boogers, and it's disgusting. Like that is. For me, that is a is a deal breaker for friendship. Um, well, should I surprise your friends? I just don't do it in front of you, <laughs> dude. So fucking gross. Well, should I tell the Travis body. story? Should I tell the Travis story? No, not if it's going to be that gross. It's Go bad. ahead, tell it. I don't know it, so tell me. Okay, Maybe so he, we'll see. So he's like, he's in my car, and we're driving up to Patina, I think, and he was horking a loogie and we're on 16th Ave where it's a, it's an 80 zone uh, just before Sarsi and he's, he's hawking a loogie and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, Oh my God, that's fucking disgusting. And then, but then he doesn't, he doesn't spit it out. Like he doesn't spit or whatever it is. So I'm thinking he swallowed it and that was making me actually start to like almost gag just the thought of that. And I was like, dude, I was like, dude, that's fucking gross. And his response was like, mouthful of water like what what's gross like he was holding it in his mouth and i'm like (laughs) i actually almost i almost threw up and finally he like rolls the window down and spits out the window and i was like i was like dude what the fuck and he's like he's like what man i didn't want to spit it over the side of your car and i couldn't handle it man i was like dry heaving it was fucking disgusting so when you when you snort up and you get some boogers that end up in your mouth from your nose Mm. you spit it every time no. Okay, because I'm like, really, like that. That to me is how it's normal. Like you. No, but like I said, you, it doesn't. You mind, hark up, you mine don't swallow. bother me. My kids don't bother me. Oh, I get it. But, but other people's people, boogers. I see. I see. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I get that because yeah, I don't like watching someone else eat their boogers either. I find it disgusting. Or what? What? Another one that triggered the a very similar re, uh, response was in Jackass Three: The Sweatsuit. Oh, that was that's that's that one was, of the grossest things that Jackass has ever done. Though. That was pretty. That was pretty bad. That was I was dry. Heave, I was dry heaving in the theater watching that part. Oh, that part is so gross. I'm kind of excited <laughs> for Jackass for this Friday. I was going to go to the theater, but I was going to say they had. I don't know if they're all sold out by now, but they had at Landmark Studios. They had uh, pre-screening um, tickets, 
uh, with like a, it would include like a special message recorded by the Jackass guys um, that you'd be able to watch, I think before and after the feature. And then it was the movie. And there was like, when I looked, the seats were like, the theater was empty. You could pick any seat you wanted. And I was going to say, we should go to that. When is that? Is that tomorrow? I'd have to look. I don't remember. Yeah. Look it up after. Yeah. Uh, I would be interested in going to see that if it's yeah. a late show this weekend. Yeah. If be I'm feeling sweet. better. It'd be sweet. The, the, the key is if I'm feeling better. Key. Key. Because... <coughs> Lord knows I don't I don't want to be that asshole to go to a you know to the yeah. whatever it's called. What's it called? The the theater. Theater. The theater. Um I was getting back to what we were talking about before. Sorry, I uh we'll we'll get back to boogers in a second. I wrote sure. it down. Let's, let's go back to boogers. No, but sick days. So I we talked about the movies. The movies happen all the time. I remember one time specific, and I don't know why this one sticks in my head. I don't me and my brother might have talked about this on when he was on, when when uh, you, where were you? I don't know, having a kid or something. When so, Ryan came on, was that right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So when Ryan came on, we I think we might have talked about this, but my dad uh, worked at the church, and um, we didn't own a VCR or have a DVD. Well, no, DVD players didn't exist. This is the early 90s. Um, so we didn't own a VCR, but every time we needed one, my dad would just borrow one from the church. So one time when I was sick, my dad went and got, the VCR from the church and it was like a week long sickness. Like I was home for a while and he went and got episodes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> like, like on VHS. So it was like four or five episodes in a row. And then there was another VHS. There was like four of them. It was amazing. And that's probably what started me loving Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was, was that. But I just remember that. So vivid, like him bringing home, a VHS player. I don't maybe he brought home a TV. I don't remember that part, but I know for sure he brought the VHS tape player from the from the fucking church and uh we were able to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in my bunk beds. So, that was pretty sweet. So sick. Those are the those are the best memories as, as a kid, man. Watch they were. Having, having like no no stress, free responsibility, nobody barking on your neck to do any chores or anything. If you're like slightly sick, like I sometimes I would just say, oh, I, I got a headache and I'd be able to like be lazy and do nothing. And I would watch movies all day. It's fucking great. Well, and I try to do that for my kids too. like like Marshall's had some days where he's been homesick and he's been really sick. And it's like, all right, buddy, let's what do you want to watch? Let's sit on the couch. Let's what do you want to do? You want let's get I'll make you some soup. I'll give you some some juice. Like, let's enjoy the day. Let's feel better. Let's stay nice and cozy. Um, I don't know. I try to create that memory because thinking about it, that VCR time, I would have been about six. That's how old he is right now. So yeah, there you go. He's he's gonna remember a lot of shit from this age. I don't know. That's that's kind of weird to think about that. I remember things from when I was six. <laughs> I remember things yeah. when I was six. I remember my no. the house I lived in. We're getting off. We're getting way off any sort no, that's, of reasonable. Doesn't topic, matter, but it's true. But you so remember I, things when you were when you were a kid. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. I I just quickly looked up tickets. Uh, there's tickets for tomorrow at nine fifty p.m. for fifteen bucks each. Oh yeah, I don't don't think that's going to happen. We'll talk about it after. But. Fine, fine. Oh, Daryl, um, the. Uh, the other thing I wanted to so sick days when you were that was when we were kids. Do you did you remember any sick days when you were a teenager? Was there anything that stuck out to you? Did your mom was it the same thing? Your mom just let you stay home? Did you 
have to fight her for it or did you just say fuck it i'm going to school or, or how was it like in when you were a teenager yeah no that was pretty much what i already told you i would just say i feel sick and she'd be like okay cool i'd sleep in she'd make me lunch i'd watch movies oh even as a teenager wow lucky. yeah she was pretty oh, yeah. she was pretty chill about sick days because i never unless i was act, usually like i'd say 95 percent of the time if i said i wasn't feeling good i wasn't feeling good and it didn't happen very often so when it did happen i got a pretty much a free pass for the day which is decent. A free pass to fucking relax and chill. Um, did you did you ever try, like, there's some people that swear by certain remedies. I just kind of don't believe any of them. But some people are like, oh, man, just take take this fucking oil mixed with this fucking <laughs> vitamin and, and you'll be fine in, like, 12 hours. Or, or cold effects. If you feel a cold coming out, take cold effects and you're fine. No, cold effects Nothing. is bullshit. Right? That's what um, I thought. That's, I, that's what I believe. My remedy, the only thing that I know that does actually help is getting as much rest as you can and drinking as much water as you can. Those are the two things. And then obviously for some symptom uh, suppression, I just use usually a Tylenol cold and sinus or a, if I have like a cough, I'll use like a original Fisherman's Friends. Oh, the good ones. The good ones. I like Fisherman's Friends. I forgot Original. about those. There's some good yeah. ones. There are some good other other ones, but the bee's knees of Fisherman's Friends, like the El Capitan of fucking cough uh, uh, cough drops are fucking original OG Fisherman Friends. Yeah. Yeah. They taste like almost like licorice, but like a bit, a bit different. Like black licorice. licorice. Yeah. Like gross, but they're so good. They're delicious. I like them. I, I like I like cherry fisherman's friends. Those are yep. good. Those are my number two. Yeah, I'm 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 always up for those. Um I like what are they called? Uh when I was young I used to like them. They're just pure sugar. But uh Vix. Vix drops, the little triangles. No, I was the, more of a the, Halls guy. Were you? But either way, Halls, if it was Halls, I would like the green ones. The light uh, green ones. I like the black the ones, the strong ones. Do you like the strong you're all about the strong ones. Yeah, I want to. I don't want to feel my throat, bro. Oh, fair enough. Bitch colds. That's what we got. But yeah. uh, anyway, <laughs> I, let's change. Let's change the subject here. Sure, um, I've been waiting. Sorry, sorry. Well, I guess we've spent the whole time talking about colds. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, did you hear about these these new these emo shows coming up? I did. I saw one. I don't know if you sent it to me or my brother did, but the one in Vegas, or there's one going to Vegas, and it's yeah. like. What is it? it? I know there's one that's called Emo's Not Dead, right? Yeah, that's a cruise. And then the other one, yeah, that was I think that was uh, Connor and those guys were talking about that one, or maybe you. Anyways, um, and then the other one, the one that's at least one stop is in Vegas. I don't know if they're doing other shows, but that's the one with like every fucking emo band that we ever listened to is going exactly. To. So there's there's speculation that that one is uh, is a lot of people are saying, oh, it might be fake. There's lots of red flags about it. So I watched a couple YouTube videos about it and went in. So that's the one in Vegas. It's got like a day to remember, the used, My Chemical Romance, a bunch of bands. It's like Seosin. Yeah. It's like 64 bands or something like that. But it's a one day event and it's got uh it's got three stages and it's like two hundred and fifty bucks for one day. And I'm going sixty four bucks for a day or sorry, sixty four bands in one day. The logistics of that are a nightmare on three now, stages on three stages. So three stages, you could do it if they 30 do it minute, 30 minute sets, right? That's how I'm thinking they do it. 
So, so that, but that part of it kind of creates a little red flag. The only, and then, but the good side of it is all the bands that are the big bands are promoting it. Yeah. Right. Like you go to a data remembers Instagram and they've, they've mentioned it. You go to the used Instagram, they've mentioned it. So that kind of makes it seems a bit more realistic, but it'd be cool uh, if I, the, if they'd be cool if the used only played, um, their first well, album self-titled just that yeah. now they could play in love and death too. That's fine. I mean, that'd be cool too, but, and then same with, uh, take back Sunday. If they only played, tell all your friends. Of course. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's keep going with it. Take, keep play all those old ones. Um, they're not going <laughs> to, but okay. So, but there's this guy, there's this guy I, I watch on YouTube. You have ADD. Yeah, no, but trust, it's going, it's coming full circle. Trust me. Trust me. You just like rat, you just like slowly like ramble off and then you just slip into an entirely different topic or entirely different vein of something else. You're like, oh, yeah, well, that'd be totally cool. Anyways, this and you know. no, try, it, it, oh. we were talking about the festival that one day in Vegas. Whoop-ha. Whoop-ha. Just get pitted. Ah. <laughs> uh, that guy's so fucking awesome. That, hey, you that know what we were talking about? Yeah, you know what we should do? What's in that? The, in the spirit of this whole every time I die watching shit happens last week before the episode, we got we got sick together from that. We should watch um we should watch uh Black Dahlia Murder DVD next. Hundred percent. We'll do that in like two weeks. We'll do that Valentine's Day. Oh that's yeah, my wife would love that. <laughs> Both our wives would love that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's talking about fucking going on a tangent. I was talking about the, the festival. So getting back to it, I watched this guy on YouTube and he was talking about the show. And then he said, he said, but let's turn this around and realize what this is. So here we go. I'm, I'm totally stealing this from Finn McCanty. I didn't make this up. It was his, his intellectual property. I'm giving him props, <laughs> but it's pretty cool. So, well, or terrifying, depending how you look at it. Um, you think of all the bands on that show. They're all, they're all, well, here, before we get into the show, let's take a nose break. Perfect. Okay, so back to this guy, Finn McKenty. Um, So he has, uh, he has, he described it like this. So there's a, do you remember back in the early 90s or mid 90s, there was ads on TV for like the greatest collection of 60s rock or 70s rock. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, and or like Columbia House Records would give you the like an eight disc collection of all the best rock songs. Yep, right. That was the '90s, and they were advertising things from the '70s and the '60s. It's Damn. the 2020s, and they're advertising things from the aughts, from the early 2000s. Oh, that's scary, we, man. We are the old generation that the commer- that the um, <laughs> um, the advertisers are pandering to. We are the generation that has the, the kids with with the expendable income the nostalgics now that is us yeah. we are them fucking rights isaac <laughs> we're full old circles so isn't that funny just thinking about it that way just like yeah, my, my dad my dad would have like he had like greatest hit collections of queen and zz top and credence clearwater and he'd have them on cassette or CD and whatever. And I was just like, why do you fucking have all this old shit? And then I realized it was fucking sick music, good tunes. And now I'm doing that here. He, this just, you just reminded me of a realization I had. So back in the day, my dad was horrible for forwarding, um, 
joke email from like coworkers and stuff. So his coworkers would send like these ridiculous like adult humor bullshit whatever emails to each other and my dad would think it was the funniest fucking thing and any of them that were pg or whatever he would forward to to me and my siblings thinking it's the funniest thing in the whole world now guess who's fucking forwarding each other funny shit on the internet us us (laughs) all the fucking time like eight times a day just instagram or or where you not even when we find them like anywhere you find it, you send it. And we have like eight different chats that you send it to. <laughs> we are our parents. Yeah. Oh, 100%. We're our parents. Like, this is the time that I like. I was just talking about with Marshall being six. And he's like, you, you'll get there too where your kids are at the age where they'll remember. Like, I don't think. <laughs> like, I, I'm just trying to think back on myself. I don't really remember much from when I was three. But I remember considerably more from when I was six, seven, eight. Right? Yeah. So. We're we're at the age where our kids are going to start to remember shit that are like lifelong memories, and it's kind of so, it's kind of scary, you know, because you want your kids <laughs> try not to fuck them up. That's for well, sure. yeah, you want your kids to have those good memories. You want your kids to think back when they're thirty or forty. They want you want them to think back and go, oh man, I remember when my dad would do that with me, or I remember when my dad would get that and we would do this, and it's like fuck. I want to make sure those are good memories, you know. Fucking just. That's it. We've been talking about like, all, like going on vacations with the kids. So the other day, Marshall said, and it's because his uncle Bill just went to Hawaii. Marshall said to us, "I really want to go to Hawaii and sit on a beach with you guys." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, yeah, of course." So then I looked it up. I looked up pricing, dude. Tickets, plane tickets for a family of four, round trip, right now, or sorry, in about I, th- I did middle of February, middle of February round trip. Tickets to Maui. I did Maui because it's easier to fly to. Yeah. 1200 bucks for a family for f- of four. Fuck, that is dirt cheap, bro. Well, that's, I guess, well, that's with the baby on the lap. So that's three tickets. That's dirt cheap still. Yeah, but the cheapest accommodation I could find was $450 a night. Yeah, that's where Hawaii gets you is. There's no such thing as all-inclusives there. Well, it's not even just the all-inclusives. It's that the hotels are multiple hundreds of dollars a night. Yeah, but it's I worth it, I went to man. VRBO, I went to Airbnb. See, and you know what? I've been seeing commercials for VRBO, and apparently it's pronounced Verbo. Fuck that. Yeah, I thought it was VRBO. No, because it's, it's vacation rentals by owner. That's what I VRBO. know, but on the VRBO commercials, they call themselves Verbo. Oh, it's because they got taken over by Airbnb. They're, they're second-class citizens now. <laughs> they're, 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 the, they're the Linux to our Microsoft. Oh. Or, or the Apple to our Microsoft. Either way. They're Settle both, down. Well, they're both lesser when it comes to units sold. True. I'm talking about quality. I'm talking True. about units sold. Yeah. I've had better luck with VRBO than Airbnb personally. Okay. Yeah. So I've only done two in my life. <laughs> but on uh, that note. <laughs> what? On that note. Uh, I think it's. I think that's a wrap, bro. Well, no, I, I have, I have one more thing I wanted to talk to you about because I'm curious okay. as to what you think about it. All right, we'll we'll cut her short here today because we're me. sick. But okay, we had a friend today go through a sad day. They had to go put their cat down. Uh, um, what are your opinions? You have two dogs. What's your opinion on the vet? I know that's like a con, a convoluted yeah. question, but. 
yeah, it's, there's a lot of points there. What in what in what regard? Cost. Oh, cost is. I mean, so here's the thing. My brother taught me a little thing about this. Um, so my brother's uh, or was an automotive technician, uh, journeyman mechanic, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Um, and anytime I would tell him, I would be like, "Oh, dude, the dealership's saying I got to pay this much money for this," and he's like, looks at me and goes, "Yeah." That's about right. I'm like, that's so expensive. And he goes, not really. And really, if you put that little bit of money forward now, it's going to save you a lot of pain and agony in the long run. And I'm like, you know what? That's fair. So I'm not a lot less hard on like putting a little maintenance fees into my vehicles. Um, having said that, you can you can kind of use that on the, in the same vein as as the vet. Your pets are your family. And ultimately, yes, it is a chunk of money. And I was choked. I just recently had to spend some money at the vet for my dog. Um but ultimately, they're family members, and a couple hundred bucks here and there to make sure they're healthy and happy. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, I guess I, I had or she had a, a shitty situation where she took her cat in yesterday. It took them all night to diagnose with multiple vets, and then they had to put her down today, and it cost her, the when she left the bill was four and a half grand. That is very expensive. Yeah, and so that's why I'm like, and that happened. That almost happened to us with our old cat that we had to put down um had we tried to do other things it would have cost us at least 2500 bucks yeah but then do you, do but you know what was wrong with the dog nine. with or the cat, cat sorry uh, uh yeah they, they found out at the end that it had cancer oh but they had to do a bunch of testing to find that out yeah. so i just I, I just part of me always i just don't like I, i'm fine with vets in a lot of ways yeah when you need to go in and get and get routine checkups and all that kind of stuff yeah, but but when it comes to all the tests that they have to do, where they could have just said, you know, it's going to cost this much. No, I wasn't there. Maybe they did say, hey, we're going to have to do all these testing. It's going to cost this much. Do you want to? They do d- it? they usually do. Like most vets, they're not going to just take your animal in and say, well, we did this, this, and this, and it's going to cost and you. Here's this a much bill. Money. Yeah. Then what yeah, they'll fair. do is they'll say they'll evaluate and they'll say, okay, we recommend that you do this, and it's going to cost this much money. Do you want to move forward? And then you say yay or nay, and that's just the thing. But what I what I what I think would be really nice is if there was some sort of, you know, some similar uh, option to pets that there is for healthcare in Alberta, where you get like some sort of like rate. I know you can get pet insurance, but pet insurance is very very difficult to deal with. No matter what pet insurance you get, they're constantly like. Um, saying, well, this isn't covered or this isn't, this just goes against your deductible or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And for our two dogs, like we had pet insurance for the first, well, Georgia's turning four, I think she's turning four. So I think we had, we've had pet insurance for the last four years or almost four years uh, for both. And we had Joey on pet insurance right away and it was costing us like $180 a month and it didn't cover anything unless it was like injury or some some random sickness. So if you have healthy animals, like if your dog's healthy, nothing else is covered. No like sh- like shots aren't covered, um, vaccines aren't covered. Um, you know that's all the little shit. That's anyway. yeah. So every time you take them there, it's costing you a couple hundred bucks, a few hundred bucks, whatever. It'd be nice if there was some way where you could pay that hundred to hundred eighty to two hundred dollars a month for your animals. But that would be a blanket coverage for like healthcare for them, you know. Um, 
it's very, very difficult to deal with pet insurance and they cover very little unless there's actually something like, like I said, like an injury, like if they break a leg or get cancer or something like pet insurance is good for that. But other than that, it doesn't cover fuck all. So I never actually looked into pet insurance. I just know that like even when Michelle got when we got the new cat, I said, I said, we're getting a cat. But if there's anything ever wrong, we're not paying anything like like we will get her neutered or spayed, I guess is what you call it for a girl get her spayed just because I don't want kittens and that's it. And yeah. And so we did that. And, uh, but now it's just like, well, what if something does go wrong? I'm probably going to change my mind. I'm probably going to, you know, want to throw the book at it, you know, to see what's going on first. But mm. yeah, we, we, our old cat was an idiot cat. That's why we had to put him down. He was, a, they called it a repeat offender. It was somewhat three times in a year. We took him in for eating having had to get x-rays and eating. Yeah. One time he ate a pie tin. Or a tart tin. We talked about this. He yeah. had a tart tin one time. He ate a, a string one time that, that tied around himself. Um, and then it eventually just came out. And then, yeah, the last time he ate a bag that tied around his intestines. Brutal. That one would have been expensive. Yeah. Expensive. Open cat surgery. Open but, cat uh, surgery. Yeah, that's it. So that's it for us today, folks. Yeah. What a what a great chat, Daryl. You know, I agree. <laughs> Oh, you're being sarcastic. <laughs> Look at this asshole over here. I had a great time. Only, I mean, I had a great time too. I just don't know. I don't know how dry this will be for our many, many listeners. No, it's going to be great. And next week is going to be a very big, important episode. So, no, <laughs> get excited. Next week is episode 65. Yeah, five weeks from now will be a very important episode. Well, no, but next week will be good too. I promise. 65. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a second when we hang up here. So give me a code yeah. word, Isaac. Oh, oh, code word. Uh, fuck, man. Uh, fuck, Nyquil, man. Nyquil and Jagger. Nyquil and Jagger. Get nice and Jagger drunk, buddy. Get naked drunk. <laughs> That's the best way. <laughs> All right. All talk right. to you later. Yeah, later, dude. Oh, that sounds so good. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I gotta blow my nose. Damn. 21 minutes. I'm writing it down, folks. Well, this part's gonna be gone. Big dick boy!